Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 50, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome everyone, it's day 50, it's Friday, and that means that it's time for me to win a quiz. Hmm, I don't think so, Dave. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Well, hello Marvin. Oh, you better remember, Dave, I'm 2-0 up. Yes, I have not forgotten, but today I am feeling good. So, let's do this. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday The Friday Quiz Show Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show Hi, everyone. Hi, Gary. Thanks for coming in. So, we are all set for this week's quiz. Okay, let's get to it. Here we go with question one. What was the name of the mountain where God gave Moses the Ten Commandments? Okay, got it. Yeah, me too. Question two. What word, beginning with S, tells us God is the absolute authority? He is in complete control. Ooh, that one's a bit tricky. Okay, I think I've got it. Yeah, me too. Okay, and question three. How many Bibles are sold in America every year? Oh my goodness. Hmm, America's a very big place. It is, Marvin. Uh, There's 50 states, so... Okay, okay, I have my guess. Yeah, me too. Okay, let's see how you did. Question one. What was the name of the mountain where God gave Moses the Ten Commandments? Okay, that was Mount Sinai. Yeah, I got that too. That's right. Well done. Question two. What word, beginning with S, tells us God is the absolute authority, in complete control? That would be sovereign, I think. Yep, that's right. I got that too. Okay, Marvin, looks like it's all coming down to question three. Okay. So, final question. How many Bibles are sold in America every year? I guessed 50 million. A million per state. Okay, yeah, I guess 25 million. I thought there'd maybe only be half a million per state. Well, Dave wins. The correct answer was 20 million Bibles are sold every year in the United States. And I'm back in the game. The comeback is on, Marvin. Hmm, lucky guess, Dave. Oh, well, at least I'm still 2-1 up. Okay, well, thanks for coming in, Gary. No problem. Good to see you guys. Bye, Gary. Okay, Marvin, well, we need to get to our reading today. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yesterday we finished Exodus, huh? That's right, and today we're into Leviticus. But what might surprise you is we're actually only going to spend one day in Leviticus. Oh, wow. Well, I guess Leviticus isn't as important as some of the other books, huh? Oh, no, no, hang on, Marvin, that is not true. Every book of the Bible is important because every book has come from God. Yeah, but Dave, how come we're only spending one day then? We spent six weeks going through Genesis. Well, we did, Marvin, but this year in this podcast, we're not trying to read the whole Bible. Oh, well, then what are we doing? Well, we're trying to tell the whole story. So we're not going to read everything God said to the people. We're just going to read about the things that happened, the events of the Bible. Okay, okay, yeah, I got it. So we're actually not reading all 66 books? No. In fact, we're just going to read 28 of them. But if we know these 28 books and the big story that they tell, then that will help us understand the other 38. Oh, I see. Okay, so just one day in Leviticus. That's right. Now, Leviticus is full of rules for the Israelites to follow. Some of them are hard to understand. Some people think some of them sound silly. Things the Israelites weren't allowed to eat, clothes they weren't allowed to wear, but they're there for a special reason. The Israelites were to be very different to all the other peoples of the world. They were to be set apart as God's chosen people. 
Okay. So, well, are we reading some rules today? Well, Marvin, do you remember yesterday when we talked about the tabernacle? We said that nobody was allowed into the special part where the ark was, the most holy place. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said except one guy, right? Yep, just one guy. And only on one day each year, on a special day called the Day of Atonement. So, today we're going to hear about what Aaron, Moses' brother, the high priest, had to do on that day. There were all sorts of rules he had to follow. Now, it might sound a bit complicated, but listen hard and see if you can pick out all the things that Aaron had to do. Okay, well, who's reading for us today? Well, today it's our friend Andrea. Oh, hi Andrea. Hello everyone, today's reading is from Leviticus chapter 16, verses 1 to 22. The Lord spoke to Moses after two of Aaron's sons had died. They were the sons who died when they came near the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to your brother Aaron. Tell him not to come into the most holy room just any time he wants to. Tell him not to come behind the curtain in front of the cover of the ark. The cover is the place where sin is paid for. If he comes behind the curtain, he will die. That is because I appear in the cloud over the cover. Aaron must not enter the area of the most holy room without bringing a sacrifice. He must bring a young bull for a sin offering. He must also bring a ram for a burnt offering. He must put on the sacred inner robe made out of linen. He must wear linen underwear next to his body. He must tie the linen belt around him. And he must put the linen turban on his head. Those are sacred clothes. So he must take a bath before he puts them on. The community of Israel must give him two male goats and a ram. The goats are for a sin offering. The ram is for a burnt offering. Aaron must offer the bull for his own sin offering. It will pay for his own sin and the sin of his whole family. Then he must take the two goats and bring them to me at the entrance to the tent of meeting. He must cast lots for the two goats. One lot is for me. The other is for the goat that carries the people's sins away. Aaron must bring the goat chosen for me by lot. He must sacrifice it for a sin offering, but the goat chosen by the other lot must remain alive. First, it must be brought in to me to pay for the people's sins. Then it must be sent into the desert as a goat that carries the people's sins away. Aaron must bring the bull for his own sin offering. It will pay for his own sin and the sin of his whole family. He must kill the bull for his own sin offering. He must take a shallow cup full of burning coals from the altar in my sight. He must get two handfuls of incense completely ground up. The incense must smell sweet. He must take the cup and the incense behind the curtain. He must put the incense on the fire in my sight. The smoke from the incense will hide the cover of the ark where the tablets of the covenant law are kept. The cover is the place where sin is paid for. Aaron must burn the incense so that he will not die. He must dip his finger in the bull's blood. He must sprinkle it on the front of the cover of the ark. He must sprinkle some in front of the cover. He must do it seven times. Then Aaron must kill the goat for the sin offering for the people. He must take its blood behind the curtain. There he must do the same thing with it as he did with the bull's blood. He must sprinkle it on the cover of the ark. He must also sprinkle some in front of it. That is how he will make the most holy room pure. He must do it because the Israelites are not clean. They have not obeyed me. They have also committed other sins. Aaron must do the same for the tent of meeting because it stands in the middle of the camp and the camp is unclean. Aaron will go into the most holy room to pay for the people's sin. While Aaron is there, no one may be in the tent of meeting. No one may enter the tent until Aaron comes out. He will not come out until he has paid for his own sin and the sin of his whole family. He will not come out until he has also paid for the sin of the whole community of Israel. 
Then he will come out to the altar for burnt offerings. It is in front of the tent where the ark of the Lord is. He will make the altar pure and clean. He will take some of the bull's blood and some of the goat's blood. Then he will put the blood on all the horns that stick out from the upper four corners of the altar. He will sprinkle some of the blood on it with his finger seven times. He will do it to make the altar pure. He will do it to set it apart from the Israelites. They are unclean. Aaron will finish making the most holy room pure and clean. He will finish making the tent of meeting and the altar pure. Then he will bring out the live goat. He must place both of his hands on its head. While he does that, he must tell me about all the sins the Israelites have committed. He must tell me about all their evil acts and the times they did not obey me. In that way, he puts their sins on the goat's head. Then he will send the goat away into the desert. The goat will be led away by a man appointed to to do it. The goat will carry all their sins on itself to a place where there are no people, and the man will set the goat free in the desert. Thanks, Andrea. Dave, I did not understand a lot of that. You know, that's okay, Marvin, but let's kind of run through it. So for Aaron to go into that special God space, there were lots of things he had to do to show that he was sorry for his sin. He had to wash and wear special clothes. He made a sacrifice. He sprinkled blood, all that stuff. Okay, yeah. And then once he'd done that, he would go to God to say sorry for all the people of Israel's sin. So he would sacrifice one goat, but then he would confess all their sins over the second goat. And then they would take that goat out into the desert far away from their camp and they would let it go free. Oh, Dave, why on earth did they send a goat out into the desert? Well, Marvin, it was kind of a picture for the Israelites. It was like they loaded all their sins onto the back of that goat and the goat carried them all far away. It showed the Israelites God's forgiveness. Their sins were carried off forever, never to come back. Okay, so they did this every year? Yep, every year. Hey Dave, have you ever put your sins on a goat? Well, no Marvin, because a few thousand years later, God loaded all our sins not onto a goat, but onto his own son. Oh, Jesus. That's right. Jesus took our sin. He left the camp, or the city that he was in, Jerusalem, and he carried those sins to the cross, and there he washed them away forever, never to come back. Oh, so that's why we don't need a goat. That's right. So, boys and girls, today, thank God that we don't need to sacrifice a goat or send one out into the desert carrying our sin. Thank him that Jesus came to take our sin away forever. And that's definitely all we have time for today, Marvin, so we will say goodbye until next week. Okay, bye, everyone. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.